This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Ah, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. <laughs> I don't know why I sing this intro. If you want to follow the show on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, uh, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to just call in and leave an anonymous confession, call my confessions line. Confessional confessions line. I don't know what the proper grammar term is. I don't even know if grammar term is grammatically correct. <laughs> I suck at grammar. Call my confessions hotline. The number is 347-420-3579. Is that it? Yeah, that's the number. <laughs> call in, leave a confession. I will change your voice. I don't know what I'm doing with those confessions yet, but call in and leave a message there. If you want, you could do it 24-7 any time. Today, I have on a guy named Paul. Now, Paul is 
bisexual. And not only does his wife now know he's bisexual, she gave him a pass to hook up with a guy. Okay. But before we get to that part, we talk all about, you know, his story, how, when he realized he was into guys, you know, when he first started kind of fooling around with guys, uh, how people in his life and in his own family are also bisexual, how he came out to them, how many guys he's hooked up with, what he does with them, how he hooked up with somebody at his at a high school reunion and all that kind of good stuff. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to get right to it and be right back on with Paul. What I, Whoa, the thing I want to tell you about Paul is that he did call me a long time ago, I still have so many, you know, things taped that I'm putting out. And it was mo- more so in the middle of COVID. And uh, he, had a, he had a lot of coughing fit. So I edited the shit out of this to make it sound as good as possible. You will hear us talking about the coughing at the end. Hopefully all the coughs are out and it's good and you can understand him and it's all good. But I don't know if he was sick with the COVID. <laughs> but thank God that was a long time ago. Anyway, so I'm going to be right back on Paul. Hey, Paul, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm doing fine here. Gotta love this quarantine stuff. Yeah, we're, I'm, ta- I'm finally taping people during the quarantine. <laughs> this is like For a while there, I had to figure out my freaking schedule. You emailed me because you, I guess, found one of my episodes on YouTube, right? And you wrote a comment. And I respond to all the comments on YouTube, I think. And you had said, oh, it was uh, Brad gives secret blowjobs. And you were like, this is like something I've that I'm into or and that I've always wanted to talk about. I don't, you know, so I'm just, and then you said you wanted to well, be on. That was, the, that, was, that was the initial cut the initial one that I heard there, but I'll be the first one to say it here. My, my whole thing is I'm about the same age you are uh-huh. you know, within a year or so. And I'm slowly coming out of the closet, so to speak. Uh-huh. As I guess the best term, you know, I like it that I'm old fashioned here in that aspect, the term of being bisexual. Right. Okay. Now, do you consider yourself bi or did you always think you were bi and now you're coming out as gay or like, or you're just coming out as bi? Just coming out as bi. Now, mm-hmm. I've always had an attraction to men, but I much prefer women. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I started noticing that in junior high school, basically. You know, gym class looking over and seeing some, some kid who's, you know, a little bit more developed. He's got a, you know, big dick. And I'm going, oh, that looks like, that looks nice. I'd like to try that. And then, you know, go out to the gym and see, you know, some girl with her tits bouncing around going, oh, I'd rather do her versus him. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. That sort of stuff. But let me ask you this. Like, in those early days, right? Like, did, have you ever... I mean, are you married now? Like, what's your situation like now? This is my second marriage. Mm-hmm. First one, you know, put simply, I joined the Army right right out of high school there. Got married shortly after second daughter was born. Ooh, that's also interesting as well. She's both daughters and the ex-wife. Oh, okay. Your, your second email is coming back to me. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Because your daughters are gay. One is bi, one is gay, right? Like, or one might be bi, one is more gay, right, you're thinking? Well, let's see. The, both daughters have had same-sex relationships. Right. My oldest one is with a guy at the moment here, but she's had a couple of uh, relationships with women, and I'm perfectly fine with it. Okay, whatever makes them happy is whatever makes them happy, and that's all I want. My youngest daughter, middle child here, who's still in high school, and you can imagine what kind of hell that can be at times. Yeah. She's had relationships with boys and girls, and I know for a fact, because I overheard her saying it, 
she was sucking some kid off at age 12. Oh, my God. Believe me, I, I did not go to embarrass her because at that point, you know, I was divorced, remarried. I happened to be at the ex's house and overheard her talking with one of her buddies who asked her a question. And her response was, you know, no hesitation whatsoever. Why the hell haven't you come yet? Oh, my God. Yeah, the question was something to the effect of, what are you thinking when you're sucking a guy out? Right. This is what you heard the because it was two people. It was her talking to one of yeah. her friends in the house. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I did not embarrass her, but I told her, "What the hell is going on?" or anything like that. But I made it a point to talk with uh, my ex, and she went, who had a little bit of a hissy fit about it. I said, "Calm down. When you calm down, then talk to her about it." Mm-hmm. But let's get back to you because your daughter's like, I mean, you know, it could be like a genetic thing, but like. When you were in that first marriage, or let's even go back to when you were in your younger age and you started to see dicks and you're like, oh, you got like a little turned on by it. And you saw women, you knew you were more attracted to women. Did you, uh, did you start ever, have you ever hooked up with guys? Like, did you start that at a young age? I guess I did. I, I was much older when I hooked up. I've hooked up with a couple of guys here and there, mm-hmm. but they were, they were after high school. You know, I mean, remember the time frame that uh, you and I were in junior high and high school. If you mentioned anything along those lines, you were instantly branded homosexual, you know, lesbian, gay, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but it was a very bad thing, right? It wasn't accepted at all. That's exactly the point. Either way. So I kept, mm-hmm. Right. So I kept my mouth shut and then go into the army and well, let's face it, you know, any body modesty you might have had went out the door 30 seconds after you walked on post. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was, you know, attracted to what I was seeing, but, I'm, but whenever leave time showed up, uh, which did happen a couple of times in basic and AIT, go, uh, go out and see a nice girl and be like, oh, I want her versus the dicks that are in my, uh, that are in my uh, platoon, mm-hmm. you know, but never acted on it then, not once. Right, and I'm assuming that you could have acted out there because I've had some arm, some guys on here that have been in your situation. There was a lot of male-on-male action going down in the barracks at night. There's oh yeah, I've heard stories. Yeah, it, I could I could have, but I I you made didn't. it a point because to not to to not act on them because I wanted to make it a a career, and I did. I'm, reti- okay. I'm retired, mm-hmm. but the uh, whole deal was you know. I did not want anything to, at that time, you know, there wasn't even don't ask to tell. It was a case of, you do something like this and you get caught, you're gone. And I knew my luck. I'd probably get caught. But, you know, got married right after AIT, or right after school, I should say, there. Got married, had my girls. And the whole time I was married, I did not act on bisexual urgings. Mm-hmm. Saw some, you know, you know, I'd see a nice, see a nice looking guy, you know, be case of, I wouldn't mind having him go down on me or me going down on him or, you know, the two of us fucking each other, but nothing ever happened with it. Mm -hmm. Right after my youngest, my youngest daughter was born, the ex decided, you know, Hey, you're getting deployed again. I want a Mr. Wonderful. She's gone through a bunch of them. Right. You were the first, right. She kicked you to the corner, found a new guy and now you're single. Right. And Got done with the deployment, was single, hadn't met my current wife yet. And that's when I started, I hooked up with two or three different guys 
particular story. How did like the first guy happen? Like, what was your first experience like? First experience was a case of yeah, all three of them were online. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, something I can't even remember the bulletin boards they were on, but it was something similar to Adult Friend Finder, which I don't think was even in existence at the time yet, mm-hmm. or. Uh, Craigslist, or it was along those lines, first one, and I'm out in California at that point. Yeah, I'm still in, but I'm like, okay, I got to get off one way or another here. Yeah, my hand isn't exactly cutting anymore. Okay, but what did you do in your first experience the first time? Well, well, I talked with a guy, and he invited me over to his place. I went over there, and he was a total bottom. A total what? Total bottom. Bottom. Right. He was a total bottom. Okay. I go I go over there. We hook up. We, we hook up. I introduce myself and everything like that. And he's like, I just want to suck dick. And, you know, gave him a hug, a little bit of a kiss on the shoulder, on the um, cheek, I should say. And by that point, he dropped my pants. And his pants were down at this point as well, too. And he sucked me off while jacking himself off. Mm-hmm. So... Felt wonderful. Okay, the porn he put on him was like, what to try and get me hard and get me more in the mood. I'm like, yeah, I was interested in it, but it, the actors just didn't do it for me. Uh huh. But you liked what he did to you. Oh yeah, I very much liked what he did. Mm-hmm. Did to me. And when I when I came, he was he was busy jacking himself off, and then he came a couple minutes later. Right. That was and that was pretty much it. Hooked up with him a couple more times. Did you ever like fuck him in the ass? I mean, you said he was a bottom, or did you guys just have oral? Sex? I tried to. Okay. I tried to. I tried to, and he said, "No, I'm not in the not in the mood for it." Okay. Uh, a couple of times, I uh, two or three times I tried, or asked him if he wanted me to. And he's like, "No, I'm just not in the mood for it." But I really didn't mind the oral in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And he just wanted to do it to you. Like at this point, had a dick ever been right. in your mouth yet, or it's still just him doing it to you? Just him doing it to me. So at this point, that's all. Like you had still no dick in your mouth. No, never had a dick in my mouth mm-hmm. there. And on a on a side note here, you know, at home when I was you know masturbating and whatnot, there I would occasionally put my own finger in my ass. Eventually, eventually I got a couple butt plugs and it dildo that I put in there. Mm-hmm. Have I put toys in my ass? Yes, I have. Okay. Have I tried, have I practiced, give, uh, practiced giving blowjobs on dildos? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I still do. Right. Okay. I still enjoy both of those things. But in these three times that you were with guys, you said you did it three times and then you wanted to get off online. The first time you said you've met a guy, he sucked you off, you saw him a couple times, that's all you guys ever did. What about the other two guys? Yeah. Did you go further with them? Uh, the other two, in both in both those cases, they were also bottoms, mm-hmm. and they much preferred me preferred sucking me off. Did some cum kissing afterwards with the second guy, mm-hmm. okay, where he had to swallow. And I, you know, so I got zero issues with you know swallowing my own cum. All right, that's all there is to it. Right, right you there. like it? Uh, yeah, like, mm-hmm. and hell, even hell, even now, my 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 current wife, you know. She'll suck me off and give give me give me a taste of my own. Right, right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not a big deal. And she's also enjoys seeing me get off and uh, you know 
putting a dildo in my ass or butt plug in. You know, you've been open with her about what you're into. Oh yeah. Does she know you've been with yes, guys? Yes, she does. Okay. And well, now, and she. So you've been married twice. This is your second wife. That's correct. That you're with now, right? Okay. And so, did you have you ever fucked a guy yet? Like in the ass? Like you keep saying you meet bottoms, or but are you like a bottom yourself, looking for a top? I enjoy being a top here, but I definitely want to try the bottom side. Right. Okay. And you never bottom have things there. I I never have. Mm-hmm. And I guess the best way to describe it is. I want to be what what they call a switch or versatile. Yeah, ver- uh huh. Yeah, I've learned these, yeah. these terms for my show. Uh huh. It's just never happened yet. Okay, and so the, those three guys that you were with after your ex are the, the only guys you're with, or did you have you been with other guys since? Those are the only ones I've actually been with, and the third one happens to be somebody I went to high school with. And how did that happen? High school reunion of all things. No way. Thirty year reunion. Now, was he somebody that you were really good friends with at the time, like when you were in high school? Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. I was, we weren't good friends. We were friends, but we weren't, you know, like best friends or anything like that. Right. And when he was in high school, he had not come out, you know, again, at the time or whatnot there. And he had been known to have (laughs) multiple girlfriends. Yeah. But he... And they'd always said he was a gentleman, but right after high school, he started, you know, cruising gay bars for the last last couple of better term, and came out. Right. So he was out by the time you got by the time you saw him at the reunion. Yes, he was very much out at that point there. Okay, so you, how did you know he was gay, and how did he know you were down at the reunion? Well, at the reunion, yeah, it's, it was a thirty-year reunion of all things. I to walking in. Mm-hmm. And I had put a couple of drinks in me here and, you know, I was meeting and greeting with everybody at that point and then got to talking with him and he advised that, you know, I was okay to drive. He was not okay. Cause I, I tend to, while I do drink, I tend to sip alcohol versus guzzling it like a lot of people do. Anyway, he was not, he was not really good to drive. And I asked him if he wanted to give me, if I wanted to give him a ride home. The uh, you know, safety sake and whatnot there. And he said, sure, I get him right home. We went inside and kept talking and the alcohol was affecting him. And I told him, because I had a little bit more after I got back, back to his place, and I, and I basically said, hey, look, you know that uh, I like guys as well as girls, but I prefer women to men. And he's like, no, I didn't know that. We talked a little bit more and ended up he ended up uh, letting me fuck him. Mm-hmm. And I wanted him to, I wanted to be the bottom and he was not into that. He wanted, he, he definitely bottom, and, you know, giving a rim job as well as, you know, sucking me off and then letting me fuck him in the ass. Right. Is what he was into. I, I think it's more right. common that someone's like one way or the other. It's less that you're the you know, people are verse, right? But there's more just like, oh, you're just strictly a top. I mean, I'm, it's not like a, a, a definite thing. There's lots of people probably like you, but more people prefer one to the other. 
That's what I've heard or what I gather from the, all the people yeah, I've had on my, my show. That's my, that's my understanding. That's, like I said, I still want to try try being a you know, pure bottom there, but it just hasn't, it just hasn't worked out. Right, but you you play you you sort of bottom yourself, right? Like you play like. Did you hear yeah. that one guy I had on recently who I was like, who was trying to pretend like he had never put anything in his ass, and I was like, how do I can't believe that? Like, if you're curious and it's what you're looking for, why you wouldn't try if you have all this shit around your house, right? But so you have stuff and you have put it in. Now, when you met your ex-wife, when did you start to tell her about the stuff that you were into? Wait, first question though, before we get back to like the second marriage, right? In between. You've now fooled around with three guys. You are on that website. Why do you like want those experiences to end and everything? Like what was going on in your life that you decided like you want to get off the website and you didn't hook up with guys anymore? Well, it was a case of get, basically getting transferred to new base outside of California. Uh-huh. That happens to be in the state of Utah where I live now. And quite very simply, there is nothing around where that place is at. Okay. For, for, yeah, for very good reason. Weapons testing and whatnot there. The what? But, uh, weapons testing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And whatnot goes out there, goes on out there. There's, you know, it's a good hundred miles from Salt Lake City and at least 50 from any actual town. I mean, it's out in the middle of nowhere. That's where you moved to. That's where you were moved to, right? Yeah, that's where I was transferred to. Okay. And then I'm, you know, right before I got transferred, I met my current wife, and we kept, we kept up a, a long-distance relationship via emails and phone calls and whatnot there. You know, on a leave, we decided to say, screw it, and got married, and been that way ever since. Well, yeah, but so now, why, so you, you moved, you couldn't hook up with any guys, right? You marry your wife. Yeah. When do you start to let on to her that you like things in your ass and that you've been with guys? Like, are you straight up with her straight from the beginning, or does it happen over time? Yeah, I'm straight up. I, I was straight up with her from the beginning there, and she accepted it. That's great. Okay. Yeah, so I can't, can't complain. So why wouldn't you think that that would be coming out, sort of, like if you did it all the way back? How long have you been married to your wife now, your second wife? Almost 20. Almost 20. Right. So you've been with her for a long time. So basically, like, you came out to her 20 years ago, right? right. I mean, that's pretty yeah. ballsy, 20 years ago even. I sit there, and I've always been of the opinion that if you're with somebody, you need to be as honest as you can be with them. Were you honest okay. with your first wife? Did she know you were into guys? She, I was honest with her, and at the same time, I didn't exactly come out with her. Right. But either. you let her know okay. that you liked anal sex. I mean, you hadn't been with guys at that point yeah. anyway. So what were you going to tell her? No, no. I, you know, I, you know, when she was sitting there going down on me or we were having sex or anything like that, you know, I had no problems with her, you know, shoving a finger in my ass or, or anything, anything along those lines. And I did the same thing with her as well too. Right. Okay. You know, I, I'd make comments, you know, she'd see some some hot model on TV or something like that. And I'd go, yeah, that guy is a really good looking guy or or he's really hot. Something like that. Something you wouldn't expect a, you know, for lack of a better term at that time, a pure he-man, heterosexual man to say. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she knows now. And, you know, it is what it is. How does she know now, and why does she know now? If she's your ex, well, I, well, I'm, I'm still on 
speaking terms with her. Because you know, of the kids. We don't rarely, right? yeah, uh-huh. because of the kids. We don't fight that much. And and when she's gotten drunk or when I've gotten drunk, we've had very interesting conversations. Okay. And I let her know that, hey, I'm all much for women. I've, I wouldn't mind, you know, wouldn't mind having a guy every once in a while. Right. She, she was also accepting of it when I finally let her know that. But I also happen to know that, you know, she's been with women as well, too. But she refuses to admit she's done anything with them when I, when I damn well know better. <laughs> That's so funny. She won't admit it to you even though you've admitted it to her. Yeah. You know, really drunk, you know, really drunk conversations at night. And she sits there and tells me how she went camping with her buddy at, you know, her, her buddy uh, at a cabin someplace. And, you know, she's going on and on about how, you know, she had great tits and a nice ass and, you know, had had been shaved down to a racing stripe and, and everything like that. It's like, if you, you know, if you haven't been doing it with her, why the hell are you checking her out like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she won't. She won't cop to it. She says no. Yeah, she says no. Mm-hmm. And I know. And I'm on good terms with both my daughters. And my youngest has said, my youngest daughter said, "Mom's not being honest about it. She has big time." And youngest has apparently caught her in the act more than once. No way. Would with her with a woman? She told you the daughter. Yeah. Yeah, she's also caught her with a couple of, you know, with boyfriends, you know, Mr. Wonderfuls as well, too. Mm-hmm. But you're, so but, your daughter comes yeah. to you and is like, oh, I saw mom hook up with a, a woman in the house? Like, what happened? Yeah, well, keeping in mind here, my youngest is still in high school and everything like that. Yeah. But she's, but she is, no, she's scary smart. Okay. okay. And she's very, very, very observant about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, they were living in one apartment and that was out away from town and whatnot there. Had a big field and, uh, and back. And, you know, she looks out the back window and there's mom going down on somebody. Guy or girl. A what? Uh, either a guy or a girl. Oh, she didn't know. Okay. Well, no, she she knew. She said, "I saw mom going down on this woman. I saw mom going down on this guy." Oh, two people, two separate times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you know the ex will not admit that she's ever been with a girl, but yet drunk conversations are saying something completely different. Yeah, 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 totally. Okay. So she knows now, and your ex-wife, I mean, it all just came out when you were... So now when you say, like, you're now around my age and you're kind of coming out, uh, who are you coming out to? Friends that I had in high school, mostly. And family members that are still coherent. They could see it. My mother's got Alzheimer's. And if I was to come out with... If I came out to her, she wouldn't remember it five minutes later. (laughs) But let me ask you this, because, like, recently someone told me, oh, my so-and-so you know admitted to her that she was like bisexual like now 
Because I think bisexual is different than gay, right? Bisexual is just like what you sort of like to do sexually sometimes in, you know, in the privacy of your own home, whatever, right? Whereas if you're gay, right. it's like who you're going to fall in love with, right? So I get why coming out as gay is important to tell your parents or uh, people because, you know, you may be bringing somebody of the same sex home for Thanksgiving. That might be the person you're going to marry. You know what I mean? This is who you're going to have yeah. intimate relationships with. But when it comes to being bi and you're just going to be maybe sucking dick sometime or some girl just wants to like maybe hook up with a girl why would that be why would you want to tell like your family members about it like it's not like you would tell your family members like hey i'm a three input guy like you know what i mean i like to shove things up my ass like you know it's sexual stuff that you like sexually you know is stuff that you don't really need yeah. to come out of so like i wonder why bisexual people feel the need to go around telling everybody about it i don't know or like coming out like what what is that what is that for isn't that like your own business? But no, I think in the case why bisexual people decide to quote come out to family members and whatnot there is more of a case of it's who I am. Not necessarily it's part of who I am, whether you want to admit it or not. Okay? You know, you being the family member here. Now I'll say this much my family was you know, growing up my family was and was it was an interesting one because there was no hiding much of anything. Mom was mom was a dancer and on Broadway and everything like that, so she was exposed to gay by all that sort of stuff there in the in the fifties and sixties. It was part of, part of the crowd she hung around with and, and worked with. And my dad was an anthropologist of all things. And the two of them hooked up on one of the first computer dating sites, but they never hid. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Like a lot of people, a lot of people their age would, would hide the fact that they were doing anything, let alone whether they were had had uh, same-sex relationships or not. They never hid any of that. So you, So they were just very open sexually. So that's the only reason. Because, yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my quote-unquote coming out has been more people and friends that I've known in known in high school here. I don't necessarily advertise up my, you know, my desk at work saying, hey, I'm out and proud and everything like that Yeah, as a bisexual man. I don't, I don't do that. But if somebody was to ask, I'm not going to deny it. Right, right, right. I get it. So that's not, any, not anymore. Right. It's not, it's about like not like pretending that you don't like it. It's like if it comes up in conversation or people are talking, like you're just going to cop to it. That makes total sense. That I get it in that sense for sure. Now, let me ask you this though, because it's different for everybody. Would you like, I mean, you're in a relationship now with your wife, right? But like, say you were single 
you know, five years from now, would you have a relationship with a guy or is it strictly like could, a oh, with sex the, thing? With the, right guy, with the right guy, I could see it happening here. For me, the attraction, yeah, there's got to be some physical attraction, of course. Yeah. Uh, there. But it's also got to be the mental and emotional attraction as well, too. Right. There. I mean, the guys that I've hooked up with in the past, it was mostly physical. And the last one, the high school one, there was some emotional attraction there. And we're, we're still very much good friends and everything like that. But he lives 1,500 miles away. Right. So you don't see him that often. Yeah. Was that a one-time thing or after that time? It was a, it was a one-time thing. But mm-hmm. um, if the opportunity was to show itself again, I would not be averse to doing it with him again. Right. Mm-hmm. You just too live too far away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's somebody that you actually could see yourself maybe having a relationship with. You're open to Possible. it. Yeah, I'm open to the idea. How have your friends uh, reacted to you sort of coming out to them? Like the ones that you have come out to, so to speak. Most of the ones, most of the ones that I've come out to that are, friends of mine they've been they've been you know they've been supportive of it and everything like that there i've got you know friends that are literally all over the country here surprisingly enough and you know i'm going to be the smart aleck here saying maybe it's something in the water in the town i grew up in but it seems like every last one of them has had at least one same-sex relationship regardless if it's a man or a woman Really? Yeah. Oh, well, they're all admitting it maybe because you're admitting it or like who talks about it Possibly. first? Right. Yeah. I mean, when my youngest, you know, well, I should say, because my oldest and youngest both came out to me at about the same time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Within, within a couple of weeks of each other. And they, they know they can talk to me about anything. I don't care what it is. I will. I'll listen. I'm not going to chew their ass. Uh, for doing something stupid or do it or you know doing whatever i'm not going to chew their ass out now my youngest came out to me first came out first at the ripe old age of 15 okay mm-hmm. yeah but she came out to me first and she she was she didn't care she liked men and women and whatnot there and then she introduced me to her girlfriend at the time okay right and and whatnot there the girlfriend showed up after going on a cruise with a a friend a, a male friend of hers and the friend high school kid and the kid's mom and mm-hmm. i knew what went down on that cruise <laughs> right okay yeah she told me what happened what happened on the cruise a little later on well she lost her virginity to a guy right okay on the cruise okay mm-hmm. and I didn't chew her ass out for it. I said, okay, you did it. What What did you think? You know, did you enjoy it? Or were you just sort of like, ho-hum, you know, whatever. And, you know, she enjo- she told me she enjoyed it, but, you know, the guy wasn't somebody she wanted to spend the rest of her life with or anything like that. So, of course not. She's 15, you know. Yeah, of course. But, you know, and then a couple of weeks later, the oldest one 
came up saying she was in a relationship with a woman, a much older woman, but she was in a relationship with a woman and that went to hell in a handbasket. But she's had a couple of, she's had, I think it's two other relationships with women that were more her age. And now she's with a guy that she's seriously contemplating getting married to. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, as long as you're happy, that's what counts. Yeah, as that, far as I'm concerned, they are. Right, she's totally like open. I mean, she could fall in love with a woman or a man, and that's something totally different. That is different. I don't know what the, would the term be for that. I think uh, fluid, right? Maybe is like what people call that yeah. for nowadays, right? Fluid. That's the oldest one. The, the my middle girl. I would say she's probably what's the term? Pansexual. I think it is. Uh huh. She, where she just doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, there's so, so many different words, but that might be right, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's, that's the deal with them. And like I said, my youngest girl, she sits there, and she was having issues with who mom was hooking up with for the past couple of years. Why? Because the men, she didn't like them, or? She didn't like, she didn't like either, either sex that mom might have been hooking up with. Okay, mostly the men, but she always felt the people she was hooking up with out basically to were there to take her for everything she could give them mm-hmm. and then leave her high and dry. Right. And you could take that, and you and, your, and the listeners could take that statement with any way you want to because it's probably right. But, you know, like I said, now, yeah, my wife, my current wife, she. She's cool with the idea of me going down on a guy and whatnot there. In front of her, if if we can find the right person here, and the guy that's 1,500 miles away might be the right guy. She's cool with it. She's cool with you even being with them. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, she she just doesn't want me. Yeah, I've told her flat out, I'm not leaving. The only way I'm leaving is you boot me out. Right, right, right. This is just a thing on the side, right? You'd never leave her for a man or anything. It's just something that she can't give you that maybe once in a blue moon. But you haven't found anybody, I'm assuming. Yeah. No, not not anybody that I, you know, want to stick around with. Yeah. Anything like that. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, and the people that I've come out with, they've all pretty much been pretty cool with the the, uh, thing. With yeah, I think that's great. And they've all been in the same position, which is true because I know that because you know how many guys I have on, on my show that are like secretly giving blowjobs behind people's back? Like it's very common, at least, you know, for the people that yeah. call in here. So I think a lot more people and I think maybe they cop to it because you're copping to it. And then you're realizing like, oh, my God, there's so many of them. I don't know that it's something in the water where you grew up. I think it's some just the way that it is like, listen, when think about like how it is for women, like all of a sudden a very long time ago, I would say like maybe late 80s, maybe early 90s, like when girls like strippers started to become more mainstream and girls could be strippers and then porn stars became like sort of mainstream and then like being gay or like being a woman being into another woman became very acceptable, right? And then every girl was like, I have a girl crush and they're all making out with girls and now all girls are hooking up with girls and they're talking about it and it's like no big deal, right? And it's like so widespread and it just... The reason why, and does that mean that nobody was before and now they all are? No, that means that now they could be honest about it. But then there was no guys copping to it. And that's because it wasn't socially acceptable, right? But I think there's equally that amount of people. I think like the Kinsley scale, right? 
is would yeah. say that you know on one end is homosexual on another end is heterosexual and the majority of people fall somewhere in the middle right you know it's much yeah. more common to be a little mix of both maybe it's 90 10 it's 50 50 65 35 you know but it's actually i think rarer to be totally homo or just totally hetero i think the majority of people can be a little bit both ways, maybe. I don't know. Because, I mean, you know, to be able to say for my whole life I will never be attracted ever to 50% of the population is, I don't know, is kind of odd. But I'm sure I know people like that exist, you know. But that's not you and most of your friends. When you're explaining to people that you're into it, they're telling you their stories. Right. Uh, They tell me what they've done there. Yeah, within reason. I mean, and they're sitting there going, Oh no! I did this to this guy, and this to this guy, and this. Or to the woman's like, "Well, we did this and this and this, and oh, we had to have, I had to have the leg up over here, or anything like that." No, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, they're not giving the gory always, details. No, they're not giving the gory details. It's like, yeah, I've had you know with a woman here or with a guy here, and they're and for them, it's not a big deal. Yeah, but let me ask you this. If you're like have the go ahead and the free pass to be with a guy and now you're kind of coming out and telling some of your guy friends like, hey, like I've hooked up with guys before and they're like, hey, I have too. Like, how come you haven't hooked up with any of that? Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Or has it come up about like to be with them? And well, for the, not, it hasn't really come up with a lot of them. And most of my guy friends, to be perfectly honest, live far away. much further away right yeah mm-hmm. i mean i've got my co-workers but perfectly honest not very many of them do anything for me at all right 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 okay mm-hmm. i mean there's the occasional one or two that work in a different building and i'll see every once in a while and i'm going okay yeah he looks he looks good but it's just more you see it in passing and you don't get a chance to actually talk to him get to know him or anything like that Right, right. So how long? It's been over 20 years that you've been with a guy. Right. Mm -hmm. And you just sort of like, does your wife peg you ever? Does your wife ever do that? Yeah, she she does, you know, put dildos in my ass, butt Mm -hmm. plugs in there. Uh, I've got stuff for pegging and she hasn't done that yet, but she, she knows it's in the house and it's just, we just haven't had a chance to try it yet. Right. So it's not like you have to live like a secret life with her or anything like that. I mean, no. she could find your butt plugs and it's not like a big deal. Like she knows what you go to you, what you're doing. She does it for you. Right. Yeah, that's great. She knows, yeah, she knows. I mean, she also knows that I've tried sounding once or twice. And so, tried what? Interesting. Sounding. What's that? Basically putting a, basically putting a um, metal rod in your dick or in, in your pee. Or for a woman in, in your pee hole. Ugh. Does that feel good? It does, but you kind of got to be careful because it's it's actually designed for, you know, putting in um, catheters if you're in a hospital for an extended period of time. Yeah. 
But she, but you're into that. Yeah, that's a whole other story. I think I had a guy, but you like to put it in your ass. You put it in your ass. No pee hole. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a guy on here that talked all about that once. I've tried. I've tried it a couple times. It's interesting, but it's not anything that I would do on a regular basis. Right, but you're okay. open enough to let your girl, your wife, know, and she's cool enough to be okay with it and stuff. And you're very open. I mean, you know, it looks like it, I think it's because you grew up in that really open family, right? And and you've you're in a family like that now. I mean, your daughters are very open about what they do sexually with you, and you're not judgmental or uh, at all with them, no. right? Like everyone could be really upfront and honest. I think that that's great. I mean, yeah, I can be a complete and total asshole when I need to be. Here, it's not something I like doing. But I would much rather have have them tell me that what they're up to, what they're doing, and versus keeping their mouth shut and not saying anything, and then having the nervous breakdown because something happened that they really didn't like, and they didn't have anybody to talk to. Yeah, no, I mean they must, and they must know that about you because they're they've told you they've come out to you, they've told you about you know losing their virginity, they've told you about they've seen your ex, what their mom have sex with you know, and and you yeah. like were very you're, but you said you grew up with parents that were very open minded because they were in that kind of world, right? And they never kept that close, so, right? You know, I think that that really helps that you're in my age group, but you're not. Because most people in our age group are still living a double life. It's not you don't have to do that if you're younger. Look at your daughters; they're cool with being the way who they are. You know what I mean? But for us, it wasn't yeah. that way when we were their age, right? But for you, you were able to tell your ex-wife twenty years ago what you were into, and I think that comes from like being raised the way that you were raised. I definitely think that right. that helped. It, yeah, and with you know, I didn't mention anything to my daughters about it until you know, like I said, so they came out and I said, "Yeah, I understand," you know, because I. Yeah, I've been with guys before as well, too, here, you know, yeah, right. women to men. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah haven't. And, and they were cool with yeah. it, of course. Yeah, they were cool. They were cool with it because, hey, old, their old man knows exactly what the hell's going down. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're like, they, they probably felt more, you know, sort of close to you because you could understand and you're more like them, right? I mean, I think that that really... Yeah you know, probably help them. So where do you and your wife at now? You just have that free pass. You plan to use it at some point. Are you actively looking for a guy? I'm not actively looking for a guy at the moment here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be going back east in August. And if I get a chance, I might hook up with, the, hook up with that uh, friend from high school again. I might not. I It's hard to say. Do you ever do like online stuff? Do you hook, like, do you have any guys that you, you know, sort of sexed with or do anything like that? Or is it just strictly like you use your toys at home and play around with your wife? I've, I've done some sexting, mostly, uh, mostly with women here. The the friend from high school was the, uh, was the one exception here. We watching each other uh, jack off and we got, you know, got each other off that way, but. No, it's not something I do on a regular basis here. Right, right, right. I just didn't know, like, what you, like, you know, you're with your wife for 20 years, right? You're monogamous with her. I was just wondering if, like, because you can't get a guy sort of in, you know, in person, because they all live so far, like, whether you ever got to do anything virtual, you know? Because you do have the past. You could if you wanted to. Yeah, just the, just the one guy, just the one guy from high school. That's pretty much been it. Right. With him, I mean... You know, if I want to see, if I'm in the mood to see a guy coming, it's a hell of a lot easier just to flip on a port, you know, go to a, 
you know, right. a porn, go to a porn site and you know see somebody take your pick. You know, take yeah, take your pick on what you want to see. Right, you could get real specific, right? There's like thousands of stuff to choose from. You could wait till you find the exact thing that you like. So that's good. I yeah. mean, I have to wrap it up because my son has called me like three times. I'm trying to ignore him. So, you know, keep me posted. If you ever wind up hooking up with that guy, let me know how it goes. I mean, like, do you feel like, let me yeah. ask you this, because I think it's good to live a life without regrets, right? And like, say you're on your deathbed, right? Like, would you say, like, if you still, if you n- never hooked up with another guy and you never got to experience being a bottom, right? Because that's something that you do want to experience. Would you f- have regrets about that? Or is it totally fine with you if it never happens in real life? I mean, there's a couple of things that I wouldn't mind doing here that I, but at the same time, I wouldn't necessarily regret it. I might feel a little bit disappointed, but I wouldn't necessarily feel regret. All right. So that's good. So it's not like you're like, you're dying to do it. You can, if you want to, if you ever do, let me know and we'll have you back on the show. But thanks for calling in and explaining and explaining (laughs) and uh, telling your story. Yeah. And I'll keep you up to date here. Again, I apologize for the allergies. Don't worry, here. I'm going to edit that all out. No one's going to hear it. They might hear this. I won't maybe not edit this out. I'm just going to let you all know he's coughed a lot and there's a lot of noise, but I've cleaned it up for everyone to listen to. But so thanks anyway for calling in. Don't worry about the coughing. It was all good. And I'll and keep me posted. No okay, bye-bye. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. 
send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.